Hello, my name is Presley Hutchison, and today I will be discussing everything I have learned and experienced from weeks 1 to 4 in my class BSN 1007. During week 1, which was the first week of the class this semester, we went through and discussed the syllabus, and Kim thoroughly explained what each assignment is and when they are due. During this class, I was told about when all the due dates are, which made it easier to put into my planner instead of trying to find them on my own. I'm mostly nervous to do the concept application paper because it is worth 40% of my final grade. It is a written assignment which requires you to select a concept that is relevant to your resource family's experience of living with a chronic health challenge. I'm nervous to do this assignment because I'm not very good at essays. I find sometimes when I'm writing an essay I don't smoothly go from point to point and it ends up being all over the place and hard to read. I also am not very good at APA 7th edition because all throughout high school I only did MLA. I'm slowly working on and improving these things with every paper I write. In order for me to keep improving, I need to find examples to use for reference while writing, like scholarly articles or other essays. I also need to use the APA 7th edition book to help me with proper format. Recently this semester I've planned to work on some bad habits I have and change for the better. I like to leave everything till the last minute because I find I work better under pressure but there is too much work I am given in every class to keep doing things last minute. I've set a goal for myself this year to start papers, tests, and other assignments early like when it is given to us or a few days later. It's so much easier starting early and working on it whenever you have time instead of starting the day or two before it's due and only focusing on that and not stopping till it's done. For this assignment specifically, when Kim first explained the podcast, I knew I couldn't leave it till the last minute because I was going to have to document what happened in each week of class so it's easier to complete. Planning and starting assignments far ahead of the due date leaves me not as stressed and helps me manage my time better. In this article by Selick Oberkak, it says planning is to determine in advance logically where you want to go and how you go there. By planning my essays or other assignments ahead of time, it will help me complete them with more ease and if I do have a question, I can email Kim and get the answer sooner rather than later, right before it's due. In week two of this class, there was three guest speakers named Carl, Marnie, and Megan who were from the Library and Learning Center. They were helping explain APA format and how to do it properly, and how to use the library resources. I was super eager for them to talk to us and explain APA format more in depth Megan showed us a document she used during school which she said basically saved her because she also did MLA during high school. She also showed us how to cite using APA 7th edition format which I have expressed numerous times I struggle at. I've talked to many other students in this program and they've told me the same thing, that they found it difficult to cite and make the format for papers and assignments perfect. Most teachers take marks off for not having perfect APA 7th edition format so it is important to learn and master this skill. They also showed us how to use the library and find scholarly articles. I used to struggle with how to use the library to find sources at the very beginning of the school year, but I reached out to my soccer coach at Cambrian because he also was a nursing when he went to school and he helped me figure it out. I used to be scared to ask for help and sometimes I still am. There's many questions I think of asking during class discussions, but I'm afraid of asking the wrong ones. I'm starting to slowly realize there is no wrong questions and everything I want to ask is valid because I am probably not the only one thinking it. Also in class this week, we started talking about the Calgary Family Assessment Model, which we are going to start using to write our group questions for our interviews on Kim's family. 
Learning about the Calgary Family Assessment will help me and my group with what categories to talk about and what ones we don't need to discuss. Some questions I am eager to ask so it helps me understand the family better is, who do you consider to be family? Because this is a question which I think most people in the family will answer different. When I was younger, one of my mom's best friends was with me and her almost every day, and I grew up calling her my aunt. Although she is not blood-related, I have cl a close enough bond to her and feel comfortable enough to call her my family. I am also very excited to ask, what is the family's ethnicity? Because I enjoy hearing and learning new cultures because many practice medicine differently and have different beliefs. The major components of cultural competency include awareness, knowledge, attitude, skill, desire, and cultural encounter among society. In this article called Assessment of Cultural Competence Among Nurses, the Need of Hour, it explains how being aware of other cultures and their beliefs will help nurses provide the best quality of care without upsetting anybody. When asking people what their ethnicity is or what they believe, you are also able to ask how they would like to be treated or to tell you more about how to help them. By asking these questions, you are helping educate yourself on different cultures you are unfamiliar with, which in the end helps provide the patient with the best care. During week three, I had to leave class early due to a doctor's appointment, but I watched the recorded class and wrote down notes for myself. We learned about chronic diseases and Roland's model. We first started talking about Roland's model of chronic health challenges, and one of the other students named Lise told the class about her having lupus. She explained lupus is a chronic illness where your immune system fights your body. It is an autoimmune disease. Lee told us in her case it was genetic because her father and sister both have it, but her sister has it worse than she does. She started experiencing symptoms in 2017 like swelling in her fingers and ankles, extreme fatigue, and difficulty swallowing, but she didn't receive her final diagnosis till 2020. Learning about Roland's model is also going to help my group for the interview because we will know what questions to ask related to any possible illnesses. We're going to ask about any illnesses that are present in the cause, course, and coping with chronic health challenges. At the end of the class, Kim asked the class what is something that we learned which will help us during the interview. And one of my classmates, Riley, said that she learned chronic illness affects everyone differently. She said in her group, someone had type 1 diabetes and so does her dad. She was explaining diabetes has a total different effect on each of their lives. I find this interesting because I never realized different illnesses affect everyone different because no one's body and lives are the same. This week during school, I had a harder time focusing in every class. I found myself procrastinating and needing to take some time for myself mentally in order for me to be good for next week. Me not being able to focus and missing a lot of week three's class due to an appointment made it harder for me to stay on track with doing things. I was nervous to interview Kim's family in case I accidentally asked her to say the wrong thing but I think Kim has given us all the tools we need in order to do the perfect interview. She taught us about the Calgary Family Assessment and Roland's Model, which are two components in the interviews. They provide a framework of all the questions we need to ask in order to get a better understanding of her family. In Moodle, there is a link called Roland's Model 1987, and in the article it says, although the total amount of family adaptation might be the same for both type of illness, for acute onset illnesses, these effective and instrumental changes are compressed into a short time. Families that are able to tolerate highly charged effective states exchange clearly defined rules flexibly, problem solve efficiently, and use outside resources will have an 
advantage in managing acute onset illnesses. This is telling the reader how every family reacts to illnesses differently. If your family is not able to do those things mentioned in the article, then you are going to have a harder time managing and coping with the illness. The fourth week of class was on the day this assignment was due. So I did it on the lab, which I have every Wednesday for only an hour. I enjoy labs because they are smaller class sizes and I feel more comfortable asking questions. During this lab, we went over questions for the family interview, which is on February 7th. Kim has done a really good job at providing us with all the resources we need to prepare for this interview. I was extremely nervous going into this, but my group and I have done a good job supporting each other. During lab, we split up into our groups and decided who is going to be doing what part of the interview. There's 10 of us in the group, and we decide that each of us have subsections to do under the three main topics we are going to talk about. My group has been very good as a team and helping each other. We've come up with many questions to ask the family. Kim expressed that during the interview, we need to find three family strengths and weaknesses. This was a big influence for what questions we are going to ask because we need to find them out. As a group, we, didn't, we decided we didn't want to directly ask what the family's weaknesses and strengths are because it could be a sensitive topic for some people. We decided we would ask questions like, how have you managed your chronic health challenge? Or, is there anything that you believe sets you back in life? These questions aren't completely directed, but are enough to get answers related to strengths and weaknesses. I think asking questions and figuring out your own strengths and weaknesses are very important. It is important to know where you struggle and reflect on what you can improve to better yourself. I think this skill is especially important in nursing due to the fact there's many weaknesses at the beginning, but by knowing your weaknesses, it gives you a better understanding of things you can work on and be able to improve over time. In an article I found in the library, it says positive work environments lead to better health outcomes. I strongly agree with this because this article is about the study of strength and weaknesses of nursing work environments. And if you are not in a positive environment around coworkers, you can trust, then you shouldn't work there. If you're in a good nursing environment, you should be able to express your weaknesses and your team should be there to help understand and better you so you are able to provide patients with the best possible care. I've learned a lot the past four weeks in BSN 1007 with Kim. I learned what goals I want to accomplish for myself, about the Calgary Family Assessment, Roland's model, and how to interview Kim's family. I feel like this class is preparing me to be the best student nurse I can be by helping me understand what I do wrong and how to change it. It also helps my communication skills. I will continue to expand my learning over the next eight weeks of this course and reflect on how far I have come since the beginning.